Welcome to Kashmir on the Air, your weekly radio show dealing with Kashmir issues for the kosher consumer. And I'm your host, Rabbi Yosef Wickler, editor of Kashmir Magazine. And tonight I have a very special guest, somebody, an old friend who we've had a lot of connection to over the years in different capacities, Rabbi Nisanel Shalom, who happens to be the mashkiach and the organic advisor at Organic Circle at 1415 Avenue M. So welcome aboard. Thank you. Uh, this is a special thing, a special treat for me, but I want to introduce people who don't know you. Who is Rabbi Nisanel Shalom? Uh, we go back quite a ways, and originally you were involved in Safras, and you're still probably involved in Safras on the side, but uh, now you're working in Organic Circle. But we go back to the time when you showed me all these wonderful videos about insects, and uh, I still have them, and I've shown them to a lot of people. A lot of people, we have movies that you took, very, very well taken, uh, the strawberry, the uh, the leaf miner in the celery, oh, fantastic! Yeah, the, you I must know. say I had a lot of siyata <laughs> when I did those. I couldn't really, it. really very good. Many people come to my house and they have to see those videos. And and Baruch Hashem, and you know, it's 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 been a wonderful experience. And we had you down once at my shear on the Sunday morning to show the fellows how to check. Uh, I don't remember it was the strawberries. The back strawberries then. Yeah. back then, yeah. Just find so, all the thrips. yeah, the thrips, mm-hmm. and it was it was a very very rewarding experience. So it was it was nice to meet you again in Organic Circle and My see pleasure. what you're doing. But uh, we talked in between, and and that's some uh, that's one of your specialties is this uh, sourdough bread. We're going to get to a little later, and you. But I'm more more interested now. We started with Organic Circle. Let's hear what what brought you. How did you get into organics and health foods, and and the training that you got. Okay, well, that's a very interesting question because being in, uh, you know, affiliated with halachic, you know, uh, work throughout my life, uh, whether it was safras, whether it was, you know, being a kosher mashkiach, like how how I got into organic, uh, it really came down to, um, you know, when you're always looking into details of things and always concerned about the details to make sure that everything works perfectly and everything is right, whether it's halachically, whether it's everything else you do in life, uh, that's how I really... Um, notice that food really, really affects everything in your life, whether it's your health, your your uh, exercise, meaning your your body functions, and you know, at the end of the day, I was overweight and I I had to lose weight. So, looking from you know, listening to people um, to my right, to my left, neighbors, friends, you hear people getting sick all the time. I had to I had to delve more into this concept of food. What's in it? What am I buying? What's in the ingredients that I'm looking? And uh, since I looked into that, I just basically cut out all of those types of foods that I just didn't know what they are. You know, I can't even pronounce half of them. And I decided I'm just going to go natural. If I want to have ketchup, I'm going to take myself some tomatoes. I'm going to grind it up, and that's it. You know, I'm not going to sit there and buy things from canned and whatever. It was really uh, radical, I must say. But I lost 45 pounds within mm. three week, within mm. three months. Mm. That was for me tremendous. I changed two two si- two sizes in my suit. I was happy. So uh, since then, I delved into it very seriously. I went took a what we call the IIN course. It's the um, Integrative Nutrition uh, Center, and what they do over there is they basically teach you from A to Z all about diets, the different well, uh, you know, controversies they have, you know, how to diet and things like that. And I was able to, you know, get my uh, certificate from them, the health coach, you know, certificate. And with that, 
the owner of um, you know Organic Circle, he hired me to become the uh, the official supervisor with a kosher supervisor and the health coach supervisor to actually make sure that all the foods are prepared the right way. But in the interim, mm-hmm. I remember when we talked in front of Landau's. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> we was... were talking about we were talking about the sourdough bread, which which is uh, something that you got very uh, right. uh, emotional about, and, yes. and 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 you really were looking for an opportunity. You felt that it really isn't available. It isn't available on the, on the style that you wanted to. Right. That you were doing it privately for yourself. Correct. And now now you're doing it in the store. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's, it, well the thing is, is that um, I had even one customer just yesterday. He came over to me. He said, "You know, all these companies that says you know that they're sourdough breads." They all don't agree with my body. Nothing I eat. Only your bread, for some yeah. reason, works perfect. You, you're the only. This is the only bread that can actually eat. That can actually, you know, re, my stomach can uh, can what we call stomach it. What 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 would be the reasons for that? Well, can you imagine. Yeah. The well, I don't really know exactly. The only thing I do know is that I don't add anything in there other than water, salt, and flour. That's it. That's the only thing that's in my bread. Everything and, else is just taste excuse me yes. but uh, you know as ignorant uh, person here yeah. i want to know what is all about what is this bread oh what is this bread okay yes. so uh, a sourdough bread really is what we call a fermented bread and it's fermented using the old fashioned way which basically every 20 minutes the uh, bacteria in the bread doubles up to an extent after like 6 hours the bread is ready to be baked Okay, and that's only when you put in what we call a starter, and the starter is something that's that's a little older than than the uh, new uh, dough. Soar. What we call soar, exactly, and that really ferments the bread within six hours. Now, normally in the bakeries, within two hours, it's already in the oven. It doesn't give it a t- chance to bake. It's not fermented from bacteria. It's fermented only from yeast, which is a total different entity, and because of that, it's like eating. Um, Eating a, 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 let's say, a granola bar, a, 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 sorry, a granola bar with its wrapper. You know, you're not really getting all the, you know, vitamins and the nutrition that you have available to bread. And uh, sourdough bread, actually, during its process of its six hours, can actually reduce gluten to about almost 80% less gluten. So that's something that's a big, big winner for many people. Because that's, even if a person, let's say, doesn't suffer from, like, a celiac disease or colitis or whatever... He can still feel so much better because his body can actually digest this food because it's already pre-digested before it even, you know, went into the oven, and that's why it's so much easier for his body. I think mo- most people who are listening to us right now don't know anything about or about organic, mm-hmm. and I would say that they probably never even sought out any organic products. But when, one thing that they should be aware, cognizant of is that. Organic is not uh, just avoiding pesticides. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's, it's like you say, the original way. And, and, and that's the thrust of, of, of everything we're doing today is trying to go back and get rid of some of uh, the, the, the destructive things we've been doing, both in the raising of the chickens and in the, and, and the processing of everything. We have been exposing ourselves to a lot of very difficult things. We had a show here on, the, mm-hmm. on Kashmir's on the Air, it was back a, a ways. It was about, actually, I think it was two shows, but one in particular was about pesticides. And uh, we had some callers telling us about some really scary things about the pesticides, which most people who were listening didn't even know anything about. We went into it further, but give us a little understanding of what organic is and, and why somebody might choose to, uh, to, to, to buy organic. 
Okay, well, that's a very interesting question, and I'll and I'll tell you why. Um, as a kashrus supervisor, right, the mishgiach, um, the way they make sure that there's no bugs in the parsley, cilantro, and all the other, you know, uh, big food is that they have to use a lot of pesticides. Matter of fact, more, much more pesticides than any other uh, regular crop out in the world because they want to make sure that, that not one bug is there. And you know, the Rabbi Amar says in Eretz Israel, Rabbi Amar said that he doesn't believe that the people should be buying those, 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 those uh, specially grown with the heavy pesticides to avoid the bugs. We should go back to the old way of checking and exactly. and uh, avoid all those pesticides. He made a very, very big statement about that. Yeah. And may I may add that at the end of the day, even with all this hechsher, with all the, uh, you know, kind of like, you know, naki mechashash taloim, you know, it has a, has a some type of chazaka, at the end of the day, we still find. Right. And we still have to wash it. And if you look at the packages, it says you must wash before it. So what are we doing? It's like, we're not, what's the difference if there's, 10 bugs or 20 bugs. At the end of the day, you still have to wash it correctly. So I might as well buy something organic. And it happens to be that organic doesn't have any more than any other uh, vegetable at all. I check it constantly and I see it. There's Do you understand why that would be? That would, that's counterintuitive. Is, correct. There is a very counterintuitive because at the end of the day, they don't use pesticides. So something's happening, right? But there is a lot of uh, guidelines for all organic, for USDA organic lines. In other words, they can't have anyone using uh, types of pesticides around their acres of land. So they're very restricted. So they always have to be out and, and who knows where. And it could be wherever they are, there's actually there's not a big infestation with bugs. That's one. This is a theory. Another article I saw is that the plants naturally have many defense mechanisms if they're being pierced by other insects or, pest, or pests. Hmm. And they can actually release even a, a, an aroma or something to call in a ladybug to actually eat aphids and to do other mm. things. So the plant is, is, you can look this up online, it, they have tremendous defense mechanism by themselves. Now, I must mention that if the plant is healthy, the plant can do this. If the plant is already GMO'd and already genetically modified mm. and everything, he doesn't have the ability to do this. He's already crippled to begin with. So Mimela, he might get more bugs into him, and that's where the... The economy, you know, they come and they sell them, you know, all these chemicals. So it kind of works together. They sold them the seeds that the that the plants already is weak, and now they're selling them the pesticides to take care of the second problem. So you're saying, I mean, I'm just saying it's a, a theory. But, I don't know if it's true, but I'm just saying it kind of makes sense because at the end of the day, these all these plants are genetically modified, meaning the non-organic ones are genetically modified, and they have uh, a weakness to them. And being that they have a weakness to them because they're already genetically modified, it could be that that's why they have a lot of pesticides to begin with. That might also answer the question why our grandparents or great-grandparents never had this issue, and now we do. Very interesting. That's just a theory. Uh, I, know, I don't it's, know it's if a good it's... a theory. Uh, it's an interesting theory. And one, one aspect that just that when we're talking about mm -hmm. it, what I was thinking is that um, they constantly have to come up with new pesticides like you know with the flu every year they always changing this and they get the 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 the, uh, the insects the mm -hmm. bacteria uh get used to the old uh, vaccine and whatever right. it is and like mm -hmm. new there are always new strains that are coming out and i i would assume that they get used to the pesticides too and they have to come up with new strains and and they so do different all, stra and more all strength. the time sure. so so they actually uh, that 
that bears right. out what you're saying. Uh, you mentioned GMO, and I think most people are a little hazy on what GMO is and whether it is an issue or it isn't an issue for us. And, and GMO is not just in plants. The GMO is in, in, in now in other kinds of foods that we're eating as well. I mean, the, the, in the, in the, uh, they're doing it in the, with the animals and with the, it's affecting everything. Can you Correct. give us a little bit of an understanding about GMO and, and why people might uh, want to avoid things that are GMO? Okay, well, it happens to be in, let's say, uh, 60% of the world do not even market GMO products. America happens to be one of the fewest big countries, fewest big country that actually doesn't label their products, you know, with it with a GMO or not. I mean, they just, you know, it's just regular, you know, rule. Uh, that's a very big question: why America is so behind? I mean, we know when it comes to electronics, they're pretty much behind, but uh, you know, when it comes to uh, health, it's a very strange that they're very behind on that. Um, Soon, I even heard right now from my boss, he mentioned to me, Chaim um, Moshe, uh, and he mentioned to me that Whole Foods, by the year 2018 or 2020, no food that has any GMO in it will be allowed on their shelves. Hmm. So everyone is going to be following suit. So we're, when you're going organic, you're already taken care of because that's a prerequisite. Having a non-GMO product, you're already being, being taken care of. Now, you asked me what the... What the what, what actually is a, a, is a modified or, 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 what, or what could yeah. be the problem to it? Um, that's a very difficult uh, question to answer honestly, and the only reason why I say that is because you really need a lot of um, a lot of uh, scientific uh, you know information to know. I can tell you what they say about it. They say that the um, the way they take care of these plants, in other words, the, the seed. They open up the seed in a special way. They, they take out certain types of genes, and they make them able to resist a certain type of, um, of a pesticide that's going to go onto the field. That means when they spray the crop, they don't want to have a problem when the, that the plant is going to die because of the pesticides that they put in. So they want to be able to keep it alive. So they change the certain types of genes in them in order to make that happen. The result could be a very negative result because that food that you're going to be eating at the end of the day has an effect on how you, your immune system, is going to handle things. To an extent, people were complaining and people are still suing the famous company, Monstato, that they are uh, one of the reasons why certain kids you know, have certain types of diseases or whatever or whatnot. And, you know, it's very difficult uh, to really uh, know really what's going on, but it's a lot to research about it, and there's a lot of noise about it, too. And uh, also vaccination can easily, um, you know, uh, not work well with, with this GMO uh, product itself. Uh, I mean, uh, all these things, this is what they're talking about. How true it is, I still need to do research. I still need to find out more detail or not, but it's very scary. When I was setting up for today, you know, looking through some articles about uh, organic, I, I spotted that they were talking about how uh, when you buy organic, you will have something that's already tried and proven. Mm -hmm. But a lot of the things that we're eating, we don't know the results right. because they're all fairly new. There's no the supervision non -GMO, on The non-GMO has been here since Hashem created the world. Right. The GMO is, first of all, is probably against halacha. Correct. And, uh, and, and, and 
and we're living with it. We don't know the implication. We don't know for 20, 30 years. Like all the things that happen, we don't know until 20, 30, 50 years later. And the studies are done and everything is... So we were living sort of on a a very dangerous way when we were buying the modified foods. Mm -hmm. Very, very interesting. Well, let's talk about a little about what you do in a day. I mean, you're working in Organic Circle. Let's uh, let's talk about uh, what is Organic Circle. I mean, it's a store. It's a 1415 Avenue M. What are they trying to do? What, what are there? there are millions of people who want organic. Is there, are they doing things that help people who are not fully organic yet? Tell me a little about the story. Okay, so, well, that's very interesting because we have every day, uh, we just had a woman came in from Connecticut today saying, yeah. wow, I, she can't believe this store. She, she's been dreaming about such a store for who knows how because long. Because kosher and, and organic, exactly. there's no place where you both together. There's no place we And that you it. have ready food that's right. organic as well. That's something, that's a big plus for people. What kind people, of, what kind of uh, ready-made oh, food? We have salads, quinoa salads. We have wild rice salads. Super delicious. But you make delicious. their on-premises? We make on-premises. The Hashkocha is by uh, Teitelbaum? from the uh, topic of a uh, yes, basin? on all of our products yeah. that we make in the store. However, the products that we have on the shelves, they're, they're you know, the regular, you know, OU or whatever it is that, you know, they do. But Everybody we don't use, buys whatever they, exactly, they would buy but elsewhere. But in our kitchen, we don't use anything that's uh, basically, um, you know, uh, typical, uh, um, you know, food like canned, uh, diced uh, tomatoes. We don't use any of that. We actually take tomatoes and we grind it and we do it ourselves. That's how we prepare our food I saw from some scratch. Of, I saw some of this when I was in the store. It's immediately amazing. Yeah. You know, uh, things I never heard of. Mm-hmm. Combinations and... Our and mayonnaise <laughs> that we make. We make mayonnaise from scratch. We right. take the oil. We use cold-pressed olive oil. We use raw organic eggs that we check to make sure there's no blood spots. And everything is completely wow. in-house stuff. And it's, I, I, you know, I hate to say it for myself, but I personally love it very much. So. I'm sure the taste is yeah. different. Uh, I want to tell you the taste <laughs> that uh, since we come from Israel, yeah. mm-hmm. and in Israel the fruits, I know 30 years ago, 40 years ago, was totally different. You know, we come here to America, I, we couldn't, the first year, I wouldn't eat any fruits and vegetables. It was tasteless, really tasteless. Yeah, and I'm telling you, this is the difference between uh, you know mass production or organic, and you right. can feel that uh, the taste, unbelievable. You can see, and tomato is tomato, and cucumber is a cucumber, and the taste you feel that the taste, and if it's a pizza, it's a pizza. Right. So, so let's hear a little bit about um, the the goals of the store, type of people that are coming in. Get a little okay. feel for it. All right. So uh, basically, we have. Um, all colors coming in from the store. I'm meaning to say all types of people from all over. Um, it's basically a um, people that are very um, conscious about what they're eating and mm-hmm. that they want to have it the healthiest way possible, with no, um, with no, with no, um, you know, any what we call, um, you know. Preservatives. Preservatives or any other, you know, chemicals that they don't know of. Just plain food. That's really, you know, kind of what they come. So they come into the organic because they know it's already been checked and it's already been good for. And uh, and the, in terms of the, uh, the the types of people who come, you said very, very varied. Are they all committed to organic already? Or, or do they, do they look, ask you? But you can open the questions they ask you because yeah, you are. Look, you're, you're asking me a word of committed. Committed is means like, you know, when you get married, you're committed. You know, this is not a matter of, of you know, saying, oh, I have to be... Uh, 
you know, completely on an organic diet if I walk into the store. No, let's say you want to have one lunch that's healthy. At least you have healthy nutrition for that day. That's the purpose. The purpose is not to be, you know, a person has to be completely, he only eats organic 1,000%. No, it's good to have at least a nice 50% of your food that's organic, you know, or like the main foods that are very important to be organic. That's a goal for, you know, for any, any person to come, I'd say for a majority of people. You know, and that's um, and that's a very important what, role. What are the things that are are most in demand? What kind of things are people asking for, appreciating? What do you hear with the feedback? Because you're you're talking to the right, people. You're right. out there talking. Well, you're not just you're working and you're supervising and and everything else, but at the same time you're speaking to people too. Correct. Because you're you're a, you're a health advisor. Right. So um, so the thing is, regarding my health advisor, as at the moment, I uh, I only answer you know on phone. You know, people that call in, uh-huh. and you know, I try to make up time to speak to them. Um, regarding uh, the actual uh, setting up the menu and making sure that the cooking process is a hundred percent, because I don't know if you know, when it comes to using oil, even if you're using the best olive oil, you know, you have, which is the most health, one of the most healthiest olive oils that you know there is out there that we use. However, if you cook it past 345 degrees, you already killed all the entire um, uh, polyunsaturated fats Mm -hmm. to a point where it can actually become a free radical in your body when you eat it. Mm. And any free radical cells that you have in your body when you eat it can lead to dangerous results. Because the body doesn't know how to to process it. it. So when it comes to oils and any other foods, you have to very much watch how it's prepared. You know, so some people will put oil into an oven that's very hot, 400, 500 degrees, and that would kill the oil right there. And that oil becomes completely, uh, you know, so our potato kogel that, that we make, we don't, we don't bake it more than 310 degrees. Hmm. So, uh, again, I'm trying to find out a little bit about uh, kind of things that people would have would be asking when they come mm-hmm. in the store. You, you, you run into people sometimes. And, yes, I and, do. And mm-hmm. what are the questions that they ask you? What Well, most of the questions would be probably much as the on the sourdough breads like they want to know is there any yeast really yeast at all and they're really happy to hear that because yeast for for many people can cause a lot of uh, weakness and make you tired after you eat it and you know it it does a lot of other things if you're sensitive to it not everyone is sensitive to it but if you are sensitive to it um and you know it helps a lot with digestion because it's already you know um pre pre-fermented, you know, beforehand, so it really helps out with your with your body. When I was in your store, I saw uh, another piece of equipment. Do you want to tell them a little about what the kind of equipment okay. that you have there? And yeah. The variety of things bar, you prepare. For instance, yeah. we have, we have um, you know, I designed that juice bar from the beginning, and what we do with the juice bar is that you have different types of vegetables that have to be, uh, you know, pressed in a special way. You know, some need to be cold-pressed, like really cold-pressed, such as the wheatgrass and the kale, you want to extract the juice from it as opposed to using a high-speed, um, you know, a juicer. So what you do, what we do is, is that we have um, this uh, like a spiral type of, um, you know, extractor that you that you put in the, um, you know, the kale, and it squeezes it to a point where it takes out all the juice, and it relieves it dry. And at that point, we because we're just choshish, maybe there might be any bugs, whatever, you know, before. We do wash it before, but still, just in case, we would filter that uh, kale juice about two times before we actually use it in our ingredients. Hmm. And that's what we do with all the other vegetables that, you know, have these this type of problems. Very interesting. It's a new, it's a new technique. Yeah, this well, this is halakhically, this is what I, we, we, you know, we went, to, I went around, actually, before I started working on Organic Circle, how to make juice 
halachically edible without checking every single leaf, which is very difficult. Absolutely. It would take an endless job. Yeah. I wouldn't, would tie you up. You wouldn't be able to make your sourdough bread. <laughs> <laughs> so what else do you have over there? What other kind of equipment do you have? Um, well, we use, um, we have a, you know, what we call an incubator uh, where we actually, um, you know, we ferment yogurts. We do our own yogurts in-house. Your own yogurt? Yeah, because there is no uh, Halavisrael yogurts, you know, out there. What do you start with? It's got to start from something. What do you mean? The, um, doesn't everything have to start with? Isn't there always a starter that you use? In the correct. Beginning? Whenever you use fermenting process, usually most of the time, not every time, but most of the time, you do need a starter. So we have, we were able to get a Chalav Yisrael starter from um, from a very very big company out in uh, Illinois, and um, basically that's what we use. So we have stock with that, and you know we have the milk we get from Bethel Creamery, which is you know very good milk. It's one of the only Chal of Israel milks, I think, out there, to the best of my knowledge. And uh, we make with that yogurt, Greek yogurt. We're making right now feta cheese. It's in the process. We're making butter. Mm. We are making, um, you know, so all this takes time, and it's in being we're perfecting it, making sure it's coming out perfect. You know, so in our dairy world, we're, we're creating that. We got our salads. We got our juices. We got our breads. We even have our pizza. We just came out with sourdough pizza. I, I get... Tons of compliments on, the, on that pizza. So, from what I saw on the uh, on your internet site, I see that you have a, a a pretty wide variety of things in the store, other than the yogurts and the sourdough. I see here you have soups. Correct. We just started now with soups. And mm-hmm. you told me you started with pizza. Right. You want to describe that pizza? Well, the I tell you, it's we have a non-dairy version currently, meaning to say we use only fresh crushed tomatoes. We use, uh, f- you know, fresh uh, like eggplant and, uh, you know, some diced uh, uh, peppers, you know, things like for topping. But the actual, um, you know, tomato sauce is all made in-house. You know, we, we put some spices in it, some basil, oregano to make it, you know, a little, you know, you know tasty. And, uh, you know, that's it, basically. And it's on sourdough bread, so it's nice, crusty, fluffy bread. It's wow. delicious, yeah. But uh, very interesting. And I see you carry also meat and poultry as well. Yeah, we have a full line of um, of our well, the, the meat right now we have is um, um, it's a what we call a grass fed meat. Right. We have many people that have eaten the meat and literally cannot. They say you cannot compare this meat to any other meat there is out there. It is completely different taste, which is a good taste. That right. is. And uh, you know, so that's the, you know that's what they say about the meat and the chicken. Did you ever see the pictures of the uh, the five week old non organic yes, chicken know about and, it. I and, know about and the five and a half week old you know organic? Just chicken. read an article it's, about the difference. It's it's extraordinary. It's so scary it's, to see how fast they can make them grow. It's it's ridiculous. Right, right. Yeah. And they can't even hold themselves up. Some, some no, of the no, no. They, they I I mean I I know the whole halakhically we're considering all of them kosher, but. I've read some scary stuff. I don't want to talk yeah. about it now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it really, it's, it definitely is something that uh, all of us should be addressing about how they are raising these little chicks and how, how they're handled from beginning to end. It's not. But I'll tell you what, you know, um, my, my boss, Chaim Moshe Nussensvay, yeah. he is so, so into the customers to make sure to get the price as low as possible. Everything he does, he's always worried to get the price as low as possible. You know, sometimes I remember, you know, people needed a certain type of fruit, whatever, and they're very, very expensive. 
He literally made 50 cents on a box just to have the box there. Beautiful. Yeah. And the box costed almost $10. 50 cents he made on a box. That's my question to you. Yeah. What is the differences on a price range? That can depend. Even now, like for instance, you know, tomatoes, the regular tomatoes out there, they were skyrocketing about a month ago. You know? Terrible. Yeah. And it doesn't really matter, really organic or not organic in a way, because prices are always going to fluctuate like that. But the difference in general between an organic product and a regular product usually is about 20 to 10%, sometimes even lower than regular. We had avocados for good. 99 cents. And I, went to, and I went to the store next to me, which is a regular store, and I saw for $1.50 the same exact week. Right. I mean, it's just a matter of, you know, you got to always check your prices. Anyway, but, if a person is, is but interested. But organic in, food is definitely a, a person is interested choice. in it and a person needs it, let's say, for certain purposes for them, for their health and for the safety, mm -hmm. uh, they're going to find it. I mean, maybe they, like you said, maybe they're not going to be able to, uh, to go totally organic or whatever, but they may start using it. I wanted to find out. People, we're going to take some callers, but the callers are going to have to be limited to organic, Something tying into our kasha, something for our, for you to answer. I, I, my okay. guest tonight is uh, Rabbi Nisan Shalom, who is working at Organic Circle. He's a uh, the organic advisor and the mashgiach, organic coach, and the and the coach supervisor, coach supervisor yeah. at at the Organic Circle, fourteen fifteen Avenue M. And uh, we're talking about organics and kashras, and we, we we you know you can call in and ask anything you want about that. But not, not, not just for in a few minutes. So if you want to, our telephone number is 718-683-5858. 718-683-5858. And you can also uh, send, uh, send us texts at 347-927-8398. I see people started already. 347-927-8398. Um, now... We can answer some of these questions, but not that some people call in already. But I want to I want to go a little step further here. Yeah, yeah. If a person isn't organic yet, what would you think? What are the kind of things that he would come into the store, either to try for the first time, or is there something else he would buy in the store because he wants it? What it, we, we mentioned a little bit about some of the unique products, uh, whether it's uh, the soups or the uh, or the juices or the or the or the pizza, the different things you're making in the store. Mm -hmm. Is there something else that that people would want, like an off-the-shelf type of you item? Know, when I want to know, mm -hmm. uh, why would somebody walk in there tomorrow morning? What would he What would he want to find there? That you you know, can you 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 have a mm -hmm. feel of the people who are shopping there and who are, who are looking for this store, mm -hmm. what are the things they're attracted to most in the store? Like I said before, we have many different types of people coming in. So if, um, you know, one person would want, you know, the potato chips that are organic, you know, and the other person was is looking for his sauerkraut that's, you know, naturally fermented, you know, you have very, very different types of things there. But um, I, I can't really tell you, you know, what most people would want to come in there to look. But I definitely would say that if you do come in and you like yogurt, you should definitely try that yogurt because that's a very unique type of yogurt. It doesn't have that soury taste that most yogurts have. It's a very creamy yogurt, very rich in uh, you know, healthy fats because it's, uh, it's a grass-fed. Oh, somebody uh, texted us and wanted to know 
that you have milk and meat in the same store. Mm -hmm. They're not you're not making a meat in the making any meat yeah, products. Meat, yeah, meat. That's only sold meat. frozen and we're only making parv right. uh, salads and the yogurts that we make. We have a, a separate area where we just basically cook the the milk, and to make cheese and other things. Again, you don't need any, um, you know, just a small table to kind of work work. You have enough room. That I was yeah. I was down there. There's yeah. definitely enough sections that you can make in the area you have. Exactly. We have but, a whole area for But we don't, we're not products. doing any flight. No, no flight ships mm -hmm. there now. They're just they're selling it uh, frozen yeah, or frozen, right. It's all frozen or, or refrigerated chicken. I see yeah. we have a million calls already. Let's let's take some calls. But it's only on the topic if you're talking about something else other than organic or the store <laughs> or anything you're interested in that we're talking about tonight. Uh, if you don't want to talk about other things, you'll have to call my office uh, or call another week. My office number is 718- Three three six eight five four four. I'll answer your questions privately. But for tonight, I have my guest Rabbi Nisan Shalom, and that's what we're going to talk about. Go ahead, please. Yvonne Kashis on the air with Rabbi Nisan Shalom and Rabbi Yosef Wickler. Go ahead, please. Hi. I noticed in the store that there's oh, there's white eggs and there's brown eggs. Are, are the brown eggs more organic than the white eggs? Uh, no, they are not. No, they are not. They're actually a different type of uh, what we breed, uh, you know, different type of egg. But uh, it w they're both considered to be organic. Oh, I just, ha I just, we, we in our kitchen only use the white one because the, the brown one has what we call brown dots on them. And those brown dots are not considered, you know, dam according to the, um, he brings it down there. There's a whole, you know, chuva on it, but. Um, Makes it simpler. Yeah, it just makes it simpler using the white eggs. You know, you're not having any any shilas, whatever. Is this brown or is this a little red or whatever? So because uh, uh, in the store, like they make like the brown eggs in, like a fancy white pa you know, clear plastic package, right. but it's really the same thing. Well, it it may have different nutritious value, but you're asking me organically, meaning is there a difference? No, meaning yeah. the health benefits of an egg is pretty much there. Some of them have different types of fats and different types of, you know, you know, chemical uh, ratios, but that's it. I see. Okay, thank, thank, thank you, you very much. You're Next caller, Iran Kashus on the air with Rabbi Yosef Wickler and uh, Rabbi Nassan Shalom. Go ahead, please. Hello. You're on the air. Go ahead, please. Oh, I'm there. Okay. My question will be the the Mister. Uh, speaking on on the east uh, starter for the east for the door the. What the, does he sell them to, or just the, um, he making everything together as a bread together? But what's the person he want to do for himself? Challah in a home, he needs starter yeast. When are you going to get this? Oh, that's a very good question. We actually were thinking about bottling it or putting it in a, a little bottle or a can to you know have it for customers if they want to purchase it. When do you think that might be available if you're doing uh, it? I have to speak to my our managers to make sure mm -hmm. that uh, you know how to do let them call the store. It. What's the telephone number of the store? Or, yeah, an, or give out a number and he'll call you when you'll tell him when it's done. When it will be ready, so we would like to know. Yeah, so we'll okay. go. I'll give you the number of the store. Just one second. Listen to the promotion. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should know. I don't know myself. The number is 718-878-3103. Yeah, and once more. 718-878-3103. Everyone... If you don't mind to give us telephone of your yourself before we reach the... Um, if there's any other question, we'll have it. You can reach me at the Organic Circle store. You My can... name is Nisan Al-Sholem. 
You can reach the Rabbi Shalom at the store, okay? Uh, okay. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you for listening. Go ahead. Good. Go ahead. You're on Kashas on the air. Can we help you? Yes, hello? Yes, go ahead, please. Yes. Uh, so I, I tuned in a little while ago. I heard you mention that you, you filter the kale juice, uh, I guess, different greens as well. You filter it twice. Correct. Uh, can you tell me what mesh size you're using for the filtration process? Okay, yeah. So we have um, the mesh size. It's the... It's the one we get. We get it from a Hasidic guy in Monroe that sells it to us. It's a very fine, fine mesh. Uh, it's actually manufactured somewhere in Switzerland. I don't know the reason why they actually do it, but it's a very fine mesh. All meshgichim use this mesh. Oh, that's size. the one that everyone's using for the mashrata. Yes, but everyone is using that's for the, the You can't get more. That that's more like impossible to go through. I don't know how they're getting through it. Yeah. <laughs> you could you just tell me the number size? Do you know the number size of it? I'll tell you the 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 bigger size that there is is they claim to be a two hundred mil. Right. But I don't think I think this is much finer. So it's I don't I don't know. But it's a but very, you don't it's know the exact like, number. It's not like a seventy or eighty yeah. mesh thing. This is like way out over there. What much 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 tighter than that? Okay. So, okay. That's very very good. Uh, what what type of machines do you use as, as a juice extractor? Okay, Which juice extractors do you use? Okay, so actually we use a Green Star extractor. And, oh, Green uh, Star is very good, okay. Right, so the Green Star has many health benefits as well because it has a magnetic force that actually uh, puts and back the one. nutrients as it takes it apart from the, from the plant. It actually magnetically somehow actually puts it back. But the good thing about it is that it slowly squeezes it out. So that means if there is an insect or bug in there, it's still going to be intact and it's not going to be, you know, coming out so easily. It's a twin gear technology. It's a, it's a low it's a low friction twin gear technology. Correct. Yes. That's very very good. Have you ever considered using the uh, the Norwalk press? Because that's like the no, top of the line no, with the most amount of nutrients in it. The most expensive. I don't know if it's top of the line. It's the most expensive, but I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like the way that the process, you know, to crush it and then to press it, you know, it, it didn't make sense to me. But the uh, uh, green I, star, I the green star made a lot more the, sense. The, the, purpose, the purpose is because uh, through the pulverization and then the hydraulic press, yeah, you get a complete extraction. Again, I don't have that machine. You're right; it's it's the most expensive. But you get a complete extraction of the nutrients and the enzymes. Uh, but the Green Star is definitely the second that I know of, the second best on the market. It's one that I use. It's very, very good. Uh, I have a question about, do you have uh, a full line of uh, wheat-free products, that the, uh, like in the future, like uh, to people who can't eat wheat? Obviously, sourdough is definitely the best version of wheat, but people who need to eat spelt instead of wheat. Do you have uh, plans for that in the future? Yes, we actually do have now spelt sourdough bread available as well. Uh, like for Shabbos? Uh, chalas too. Uh, however, the chalas currently is has sourdough in it, but it has a little bit of yeast in it, and that's only to kind of. Uh, eventually, it's going to come out completely, but that's because Fluffiness. we add a lot of other uh, ingredients to it. So we just want to make sure it looks like a challah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But, okay, excellent. Uh, it's not, it's not, it's not considered our sourdough well? bread, though. But we do we do ferment it with sourdough to give it that health benefit, but it does have yeast as well, just to kind of give okay, it that puffier. But do you have plans to make kefir as well? Yes, we do, but currently we cannot get the uh, the kefir uh, starter at a reliable source. That's a problem that we have. I believe there is a, a badat uh, in there to swell. There is a, a badat uh, kefir. That you can. Yes. That is available. I'm going to have to run it through the Tartical Rov, and he's going to uh, research. You probably need to wait five acres because they have a cave here that's called as well. 
Wow. What is the name? Let me... Uh... Goat Mate Side Acres. I'm sure you carry it. So the goat milk? Yes. yes. So they have a case here that's called okay. so. Oh. I'm sure you get... Uh, the last question I want to know about this, you, you make sauerkraut as well? Yes, we do. I forgot to mention that. Oh, you mentioned I, it. I, you yeah. mention it. <laughs> what we do is... Uh, I, um... how, how do you avoid the problem with the tabloim and the, the cabbage for the sauerkraut? How do I... Avoid the problem of what? Tyloium. Oh, insect infestation. Okay. Insect infestation so, in the cabbage. So the, I, well, the way we do it is that the cabbage is um, pretty much spot-checked very thoroughly. And after it's spot-checked, we do the shmata badika on it to make sure that it's 100%. And at that point, we basically you know, chop it very finely, as fine as we can, and we rinse it very well in the water, and then we uh, ferment it. In other words, we wouldn't be able to check every single leaf on a cabbage for a couple of reasons. Reason number one is that it's very difficult because the cabbage folds and in 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 its folds are very hard. It's not like romaine leaf that you can literally stretch it out and look at every single angle. Cabbage is not like that at all. And the only way to have cabbage in such a way is to do the, you know, chop it finely and do a water badika to it. And that's oh, yeah, after we, we spot check it. We spot check it like three, we, we do a few, whatever we're doing to see that it has no bugs. Once it has okay. bugs, we don't even we do not even do that anymore. So, no, oh, so it has when, to you, be... when you do the shmata badika, so your policy is tolerance policy. If you find one bug, you don't use that patch? Exactly. Oh, yeah. very good. That's excellent. Yeah. Hi, you, you're being mezaka the rabbi, Michelle. Uh, so you're the rabbi in many ways, you know, uh, first of all, in kashris and uh, and also in health, really, like uh Full service uh, Zika Yerabim. The Rabbi Shem should bench you with a continue help everybody. I should think my boss. He actually <laughs> he's the one that's that's doing all this and promoting. Well, it you're very the, well. he, he got the right guy he's, to do it. He is it. <laughs> Thank you very much for the call. Yeah. So you you're quite okay, a popular. <laughs> okay. Before okay. we before we go on anything else, Rabbi Shalom, I just want to mention that somebody asked here, and I want to make sure we got it straight because you mentioned before about the pizza, and you said you're not using uh, dairy, dairy in it. This, said, this person wrote, I'm looking for a non-dairy pizza for a child that's allergic to dairy. Does organic se- circle sell anything like that? And can they be sure that we're talking about a, a real non-dairy product? Yes, it's 100%. Right. Now, we actually oh, have it? a non-dairy worker that's working by us, a very dear worker friend of mine. And he cannot touch anything with milk. <laughs> so and he's so happy he gets pizza finally. Yes, definitely. Yeah, so they, just, they should definitely try it out mm-hmm. for that. that and what about uh, gluten-free? Uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna work on that recipe. Very, you know, we're we're we're, we're getting there. We already have the um, the store is only open two or three yeah, weeks. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we got to give them a little time to yeah. get all the to get all the products. Once in there. we feel like we've we've perfected a, a a line, then we're gonna go with that. That's how we go with it. Um, we have other calls, but before we take our calls, I'm gonna just take a moment and read uh, a few words about our sponsor, which is Glotmark, conveniently located at 1205 Avenue M, also on Avenue M. And whenever you think of Glotmark, I think of price, service, convenience, and quality. Whether you shop for a few items or for a full wagon load, you can save plenty of money by shopping at Glotmart. At Glotmart, you'd save time by using their valet parking service. Pull into Glotmart from the East 12th Street entrance. They'll park the car for you and have it ready to load up with those special items that you purchase in the store. Some of the items that are on sale right now, uh, just today and tomorrow, is the middle chuck, $7.99 a pound, long bone lamb chops, $9.99 a pound, round bone lamb chops, $10.99 a pound, and uh, they have uh, also Stern's Rugelich, 12 ounce, 349. 
Beigel's Melt-Away Babka or the French chocolate cake, three forty-nine. Hadar chow mein noodles, one oh nine. And you can get uh, some good deals here in the Tooth Town Whitefish Salad, seven ounce, three ninety-nine. And uh Pashka sandwich cookies, sixteen ounce, one ninety-nine. Those are just some of the items in sale right now. And it posh and it got marked. Uh, the quality of the meats is A1 with kosher certification from both the Star K and the Badakashas of Flatbush with base Yosef meats and with expert Nikor at Glatmart, you're getting quality kashras. Glatmart is at 1205 Avenue M, meaning your shopping needs is their top priority. If you meet Dove in Glatmart, tell them you heard about Glatmart on Kashras on the Air over J Root Radio. Now we're going to get back to our special guest tonight, who is Rabbi Nisanel Shalom who is a, the mashkiach um, and the health advisor uh, at, at uh, Organic Circle, which is uh, located at 1415 Avenue M. So we have another caller. Go ahead. We'll take another caller. You're on the air. Go ahead, please. Hello? Hello? Yes, you're on the air with Rabbi Shalom and, and Rabbi Wickler. Go yes. ahead, please. Hi. The last time that I was in Organic Circle, they had products with a... K on it, Amy's to be exact, Amy's ice cream, Amy's meals, are they still in the store? I, to my, the best of my knowledge, I'd have to check, I'm not in the, uh, I work more in the kitchen part, I don't really work in the, what's going on in the shelves. Uh, Uh What Rabbi Shalom said before is that anybody who wants to buy a product that is packaged has to uh, feel confidence in the in the company that packages it, that certifies it. That's not something that any store can say. Uh, we were down at the factory and we saw everything being made. So, in general, whatever store you have, even if somebody gives a shkach on the entire store, they can't take real responsibility for everything that's made there. There are products that we have in stores that we would, perf- I would that I would say if somebody would call me up, I would say. Skip this product. I don't like that ashkocha. I can, I might tell them that, but the store right. itself. I, the store, I understand that, but if it's a generic K, and supposedly this is a store that's owned by Mountain Fruit, how is it justified to be in a store that? I understand that it caters to every kind of person that walks in, but I can buy that same generic K in Shoprite. Okay. I, I, I don't understand. The reasoning behind it. Well, I, it's a little bit vague with the question you're asking, but the way I way, I'm, I, the way I understand, you're saying that some of the products might have a K, and it doesn't say a name of Ashkocha. I know that particularly, uh, you know, s- some some products with a K that are high quality, and it sometimes it's even a K means the OU or the OK or somebody else, and they just put a K on for certain purposes. And sometimes the K means that it's not, uh, it doesn't, it may not be a good Ashkocha. But that, in the ultimate, in the end of the day, that's the responsibility of the person who shops. It has to know a little bit something about kashras. We have a way of handling it. I've talked about it on this show many times. You, first of all, you need a rub, or you need a kashras agency to ask. And, and I'm sure that if you walked into the store and you asked Rabbi Shalom about, about this company or this hashkocha, he would say what he feels about it. And you might decide to take, you might not decide to take it. But that's not something that the Ashkocha has total control over. Would I recommend to some places not to tar- carry the products they're carrying? Of course I'd recommend to them not to carry it. 
But the, it, it's endless. When we start looking at that, we'll never be able to have any products in the store unless the Hashkocha certify each one of them, which is an endless process and not going to happen. So I thank you very much for your call. Anybody else would like to reach us? We're at 718-683-5858. Uh, somebody asked here, they, they texted it, and you can email, I'm sorry, text us at 347-927-8398 or call us 718-683-5858. For myself or for Rabbi Sholem, who is the uh, mashkiach and the health advisor at uh, Organic Circle, which is at 1415 Avenue M. Um, somebody asks over here, is the milk in Organic Circle pasteurized? Yes, but it happens to be that the milk is slightly pasteurized, uh, what we kind of call it flash pasteurization, which it only goes up to 145 degrees and then cool down. So that's a, that's a very big difference than the typical pasteurization that there is in other, other places. And if it wasn't pasteurized, we wouldn't be able to sell it anyways. It's illegal to sell, unfortunately, <laughs> raw milk, which is you got to go to the farm if you're going to get that. Exactly. You're allowed to go to the farm to get it. Right. But you're not allowed to... They uh, can't sell in a you store. You're not allowed right. to sell in a store. Yeah. Another, uh, another listener asked, are you going to, uh, to get some bulk bins for rice and beans? And can you, get in or- can you get in organic chicken and beef bones for soups? I don't know if you're going that far. <laughs> right. So that's, uh, that's, again, not my department when it comes to the packaged products. The packaged products are, you know, it's a different uh, department. So I wouldn't know what's going to be in the future. But I, I do assume that we are heading to get more and more, you know, uh, typical, like, like a regular supermarket would be, that this is going to be just like that, but with many health benefits to it. And that's and that's the and that's the. But twist. it's not a health food store per se. Not at all. It's what, just. What is the difference food. between between this uh, this store and a health food store? Well, health food store sells vitamins and pills, and you have to really put tons of trust into these uh, pills that they tells you this amount of vitamin C. And, and first of all, where is it coming from? I don't know if you know, but one of the reasons why people get even cataracts is because the abundance of calcium that they take from these certain types of pills that they wow. have. Wow. I, sure. I, I never read that. Yes. Wow. That's very that's scary. scary. That's too the scary. source of these vitamins is even more scarier than, than regular. Because calcium is recommended for everybody. Correct. Yeah. But huh. where, is, where is it coming from? Unbelievable. Okay, we got a bunch of calls. I see the whole thing lit up again. Wow. Okay, we'll try our best. Go ahead. Yaron Kashmir's on the air with Rabbi Sholom and Rabbi Wickler. Go ahead, please. Hello? Yes, you're on the air. Go ahead, please. Yes, hi. I'd like to ask, do you have uh, sugar-free and uh, gluten-free challah and also yeast-free? <laughs> okay, well, sugar-free, yes, because we, don't, we, we make our challahs without sugar, uh, meaning some of them. Some of them we have regular challahs. It's actually written whether it does or doesn't have. Mm-hmm. Um, and what was your other question? If you have um, yeah, because I know that there is an oat challah out there, but it has yeast. I was wondering if you're going to implement a new thing uh, like oat challah without yeast. Right. So the thing about sourdough is that the way it works is that it feeds off the yeast to expand. So if we were mm-hmm. to make sourdough with like oat and whatever, which could be done, but is, the, it, is the sourdough is considered gluten-free? Like what is that? Is sourdough considered as a gluten-free product? Not necessarily, but let me explain why. Meaning, in Italy, they did already, that. there was a whole article that I read about it, and they were able to reduce the amount of uh, gluten in a sourdough bread to about 2 to 3%. That means before it had close to about 80,000 ppm, that's part per million, 
And at the end, it had literally just like a maybe a, like a, a thousand or something like that. To an so would that somebody so that, that would be uh, gluten-free be able to have that? They yes, try matter it. of they fact, try it, yes, uh, there are many it. people that eat sourdough breads that's, that's fermented for a longer period of time. Meaning if you mm-hmm. just fermented for four hours, five hours, you're probably going to have 50% of the gluten there. If you fermented, let's say, for a couple of days, maybe you know, two days, you might actually reduce it to that level of, you know, let's say, 5% or maybe 10%. So, you know, it, it really mm-hmm. depends how long you're fermenting it. But you're at doing the end six of the day, hours. the bacteria, we do actually nine hours. No, no. We do nine hours. And with our nine hours, we find a lot of results. So, you know, I mean, good results. I would say people if a person are, is not really, it. d- d- if it's not dangerous, they should try a little bit of it. Look, at the end of the day, gluten is not really so bad. The problem is with gluten is that it's harder to digest at the end of the day. And that's what It's like a glue does. in your body. Once you consume it. Correct. Meaning it it connects the the proteins together and it's harder for the body to separate them. That's when Mm -hmm. the sourdough comes in, the the fermentation, and it actually... I'm assuming that a person with celiac would not be able to have that, but a person that's sensitive to wheat would maybe be able to have that. I heard heard differently. I heard actually people with celiac disease could have uh, sourdough breads, meaning to Mm -hmm. say it really depends on what type of celiac disease he has. I'm not telling you... You know, I'm not a doctor. I can't tell you anything. But I'll. Right. But according to studies that I've seen, they've mm-hmm. tested these breads on celiac people, and many also, of them. Also, do you have uh, in-house nutritionists to advise people? Um, we Is do. it that type I, of a I store? Myself, I've never been there, and yeah, I'm looking I'm, forward to going there. But that's that's my question. Yeah. Well, I'm. We. we I, I myself am a health coach. I'm a certified health coach, and mm-hmm. being a health coach, I can you know explain to you certain things about food and you know how it works and diet planning and things like that. And we are going to hire more health coaches as the as the time goes by. So, like a lot of people, they have issues with. Uh, too much yeast in their body or too much metals in their body and it's kind of making them sick and they have this disease and that disease and they probably need advice on how to eat healthy to eliminate all these issues so i'm wondering if you would have somebody who can help people well i i plan on taking that role Okay. okay we're looking forward to the expansion and it's something our community really really needs Thank you very much. It. Thank you very much for your Thank you. Thank you for your help. Thank Take you. care. Next call. You're on, okay, you're on Kashmir's on the air. Can we help you? Anybody there? Out there. Hello, you're on Kashmir's on the air. Can we help you? Yeah. I'm on the air? You're on the air. Yeah, I have a general question. Um, if a product has a reputable hashkocha, but does not say does not say parvonies. Can we assume that this product is parvon? For instance, licorice. There is a certain licorice, or there are licorices out there. But there are the many products which don't say the dafka parv, but there's no D on there or D E okay. or whatever they right. using. We're, we're, Can we assume that they are parvon? We're not going to tackle these kind of basic questions and questions tonight, but the answer to the question is you're to assume it's part of a, they're supposed to put dairy, but you have to check very carefully the ingredients. Thank you very much. If it lists any dairy ingredients, of course, then it's a problem. If it says uh, this factory may contain dairy, that produces dairy products, that has no bearing, and that's not an ingredient. But if it's an ingredient, ingredient, dairy, then, then even if it just, uh, just says OU and doesn't say a D, it really is dairy. 
But, it's, but if otherwise, the assumption is that it is parva. Thank you for your call. Next caller, please. Go ahead. You're unconscious on the air. Yes, I'd like to answer the yogurt, Chal of Israel. Yes, it is. The yogurt and everything we make is Chal of Israel. Do you, do you, make, do you make organic ice cream? Uh, we, <laughs> we, we, are, we are definitely <laughs> planning on that. We are definitely planning on that. Okay, thank you. They've been more closer to the ice cream season. Yes. <laughs> no, the difference between a uh, an organic milk and regular milk is is so much different. It's so much sweeter. It's, yeah. it's unbelievable how how much different people think. Like it's so much thicker or fatter. It, it is, but at the end of the day, it's healthy. It's all these healthy fats that we need. You know. Well, we have now a few minutes to, to wrap everything up. Are they? Uh, Maybe we'll maybe we'll just give us a few ideas, maybe for health in general. You know, you're the health coach at the Organic Circle, so maybe give us an idea for, in general, some health ideas, some that from you picked up from all your work in this area. Okay, um, like for instance, I would definitely go and recommend uh, people to have uh, one juice, a uh, two juices a day, and whether it should be a grapefruit juice to kind of. Uh, um, help regulate the uh, the red blood cells in the person's body, which is very important. Um, you know, to even have some potassium. You know, having just a coconut. If you know, coconut has almost ten times more potassium than a banana does, and it's so much more nutrition. And if a person like let, likes to eat herring and all the salty pickles and like salt in food, he needs a lot of potassium to regulate that all that you know sodium out of his system. So there's a lot of good things you can do health-wise. The, the juices, this whole new field about juicing, juicing. And, and, and people, you know, they just have juice bars and all that. Yeah. That's, that seems to well, be... Well, the, the purpose of a juice bar is to really uh, saturate your entire body with nutrients and have it ready available within 20 minutes. Because at the end of the day, our bodies is like a machine. Mm -hmm. You're taking in food, and the body has to enzyme it and put, and put bile into it to kind of reduce it and ferment it into, into totally, you know digest it it's a miracle and it takes about two hours yeah. right that's normal that's 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 right. uh, that's equal right, right but when it comes to juicing within 20 minutes your body's already in your blood system completely and you have all the nutrients as is without any fiber in it at all it's good to have fiber some fiber you know it's very good but you can definitely go on a 28 dollar uh, 28 dollar 28 day uh cleanse you know, um, for just having juice, you know, maybe some bread, you know, like sourdough bread, obviously, you know, for for your meals, like once a day, and you can lose a lot if you're overweight. Really, and if you're underweight, that. we have other special, you know, we have uh, other foods. You know, you have maca, you have a lot of other good foods that can help, you know, promote. Um, That's a very good idea. I think it's something that is easy to step into to try yeah. some of the juices. Yeah. Okay, we well, thank you very much, Rabbi Sholem, for joining us. Uh, this was a very, very special time, and I was, we learned a lot from you and about Organic Circle. You're at 1415 Avenue M, and you're available to answer some questions and to meet the people when they come in that they have some It'd issues. Be my pleasure. And show them around. And, the, and the, I, think I, should, I think I should start saying, and if you go to uh, Organic Circle... Say hello to uh, to Rabbi Sholem and tell him that Rabbi Wickler sent you. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us. It was My a pleasure. pleasure. Thank you so much, Rabbi Wickler.